It doesn't matter if you have an amazing, successful company. If you yourself are not happy with the lifestyle your company is creating for you, then really, to me, that doesn't mean you're successful. So in every season of my journey in business, I take a step back and ask myself really what I want out of my life so that my business can work around the lifestyle I desire. You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle, a community that connects you with the resources you need to take the hustle out of solopreneurship. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a new Streamline Your Business Bootcamp that'll walk you through how to increase your income while decreasing the amount of time you spend working in your business. Subscribe to our email list today using the link in the description for this episode to get instant access to our free Streamline Your Business Bootcamp. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Hey y'all, welcome to episode 108 of the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Today, I'm here to share 10 questions to ask yourself about your business before 2022. At the end of every year, I'm very intentional about reflecting on the state of my business as a whole. You know, I like to think about where I'm at, where I'm going, what I've overcome, what I've accomplished. And I like to also start thinking about what my business goals are going to be for the next year. So I've shared this here on the podcast before, but one of the ways I strive to be intentional about reflection is by journaling. I have been journaling for years and journaling for me provides just a really great opportunity to get all my ideas down on paper. A lot of times my mind is just like super cluttered with lots of different ideas and things. And so by journaling, I'm able to just do a brain dump and organize how I feel. But another reason why I like journaling so much is because it also gives me an opportunity to reflect on how far I've come. So right now I'm actually looking at my bookshelf, which is in front of me, and I have a stack of journals that I've been collecting over the years. And in these journals, I organize my business ideas, my goals, my visions, how I'm feeling about my business and stuff like that. And so going back and reading what I've journaled about from years past is always just a really great reminder of how far I've come, what I've learned, how my mindset is changing, etc. So journaling for me is not only about organizing my ideas in the present, it's also about giving me reminders about how far I've come because it's just a place to document my journey. So I mentioned journaling here because um, in reflecting on what I want for my business and where I hope my business can go in 2022, in reflecting on all of that, one of the ways I reflect is by way of journaling. And every year I journal about different prompts and ideas that come to mind for me about my business. So the questions I'm sharing today that I hope you ask yourself about your business in 2022 really represent all that I've been journaling about about my business leading up to next year. So these are the questions that I've asked myself that are in my journal right now. And I challenge you to ask yourself the same questions about your business leading up to the new year. These questions will really get you thinking about the state of your company as a whole. What are you really building here? Is what you're building helping you create 
the life that you really want to live? What are your goals? I'm not going to spoil the questions because I'm kind of getting into them. So let's go ahead and jump into these 10 questions you should be asking yourself about your business leading up to 2022. Number one, what do you have to celebrate about this year? For a long time, I didn't celebrate just my little milestones and accomplishments because to me, it just didn't seem that important because my big picture goal hadn't been accomplished yet. But even if you aren't ultimately where you want to be yet, you should still be celebrating every single milestone along the way. So think about what you've accomplished this year, what you've overcome, how you've become better. You know, all of these are things you should be celebrating about 2021. Number two, looking back on where you were when you started your business, in what ways has your business grown this year? How have you as an entrepreneur grown since you started or how have you grown as an entrepreneur this year? This question is important because a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we're so hard on ourselves about not getting the results we want fast enough. And because of this, we fail to see how much we've grown in big or small ways throughout our journey. So think about how much you've grown and how far you've come up to this point. I'm pretty sure you're a lot farther along than you were when you just had the idea and you hadn't even started yet. All right, number three, what challenges did you face this year? How did you overcome them? Or what strategies can you use moving forward to overcome these challenges? So one of the things I've come to terms with about entrepreneurship is that there's always going to be something to figure out. It never ends. Just when you reach one level of success and you figure out how to succeed there, next thing you know, you're catapulted into another level of growth that you have to figure out how to navigate and overcome challenges there as well. It just never ends. It never ends. So I like documenting what challenges I've overcome how I overcame them, strategies I've used to overcome adversity, really to give me hope, to give me like reminders about what I've overcome so that in the future, I have hope about overcoming even bigger obstacles. So a lot of times when we're discouraged, we can look back on challenges we faced in the past and say, oh my gosh, I figured that out and I got through it. So this gives me motivation to get through this, what I'm experiencing in the present as well. So as much as it's important to document your success and what you have to celebrate, it's also important to document your challenges and or your failure so that you know in the future you can overcome whatever comes your way because you've done it before already. Number four, what are some actions you can take to improve your business? We should all be committed to constantly improving our businesses and making them better. And another thing I've been committed to doing more of over the past two or three years has been focusing on working more on my business instead of spending so much time working in my business. So I've been outsourcing a lot more things within my solo business so that I have time to actually work on my business and improve it. So yeah, it's nice to reflect on how you can improve your business and how you can make it better. All right, number five, what are the most important lessons you've learned this year? How can you apply these lessons to your journey in business moving forward? I always like to think about the lessons I've learned. By the way, in next week's episode, I'm going to share the lessons I've learned in business this year 
and how I'm applying those lessons to my experiences moving forward. But, you know, in entrepreneurship, there are so many learning opportunities and there are lots of times when there were things that we could have taken a lesson from or learned from, but we were so just busy trying to make our business work that we kind of overlook some learning opportunities. So it's always great to take a step back and think about what we can take away from our experiences and the lessons we've learned to apply that to our journey moving forward so that maybe our path ahead doesn't have to be quite as hard and stressful as the season we left behind. All right, number six, how can you be better for your business? You know what? What I've realized is that our businesses won't thrive unless we as the CEOs behind our company are thriving mentally, spiritually, emotionally. I mean, all of this is so important. I went through a period of depression in 2019 and I had to take a step back and work on my mental health in order for my business to continue to prosper. When I am a better me, my business is better. And that's just the truth. So I like to at the end of every year, and you know what, I actually do this throughout the year, but even more extensively at the end of the year, when I'm preparing for a new year, I start to think about how I can continue to be a better me for my business. How can I take care of my mental health better? How can I take care of my physical health better? What do I need to change about myself so that I can be better for my business? How can I keep myself in good health so that I can give my business 100%? All right, number seven, in your own words, what does it mean to live a happy and fulfilling life? Is what you're building moving you closer to creating a life you truly, truly love? Why or why not? As business owners, as dreamers, as creatives, as visionaries, a lot of times we have a tendency to come up with this beautiful vision for our business without thinking about how this business can be complementary to our lifestyle. It doesn't matter if you have an amazing, successful company, if you yourself are not happy with the lifestyle your company is creating for you, then really, to me, that doesn't mean you're successful. So in every season of my journey in business, I take a step back and ask myself really what I want out of my life so that my business can work around the lifestyle I desire. When I first started my business, Every dime I generated was super active. I was doing one-on-one services, helping entrepreneurs with brand development and website design. I was taking a lot more coaching clients. I mean, everything I was doing required me to trade my time for money. And although I had built a successful company, I was making good money. I was happy with the money I was making. I wasn't genuinely happy with the life I created for myself outside of my business because of my business. So with my schedule constantly hustling, I just wasn't happy. And so I had to take a step back and think about whether or not the company I was building was allowing me to create a happy and fulfilling life. It wasn't. And so ever since I reflected on that three years ago, now every year I make sure I'm on track with not only building a business I can be proud of, but I want to make sure I'm on track with Also, creating a happy and fulfilling life for myself through my business. Number eight, what's one thing you can accept help with in 2022? 
Naturally, as solopreneurs, when we come up with an idea to do something new or start something new, we put too much responsibility on our shoulders. When you're bootstrapping your business, we have a tendency to believe that we have to do it all until we reach some sort of milestone. Oh, I need to have this amount of sales before I bring in someone to help me. Oh, I need to have this amount of business before I can afford to hire somebody. The truth is that you can accept help today, whether you have some sort of huge budget for hiring an employee or not. The end of the year is a great time to start thinking about what you can outsource and what you can accept help with in 2022 so that you can lighten your load, decrease your overwhelm, and earn more by having the support and help you need to grow your business faster and more efficiently. Number nine, how can you make an impact through your business in 2022? This is a question I ask myself every year because naturally as businesswomen, we have a tendency to think about what we want for our business in the next year from like a financial place. Okay, I want to make six figures next year. I want to make $10,000 a month next year. I want to increase my sales by 20% next year. These are great goals that are necessary to have in place. Financial goals are very important, but a lot of times what helps us to achieve that financial goal is serving and making an impact. So a lot of times when I just kind of get caught up in the money and and the financial goals, I lose sight of the impact I should be thinking about making on my target customers. So I challenge you to put money aside and think about how you can serve your customers to the best of your ability. If there was just a huge, ginormous impact you can make on your target audience in a perfect world next year, what would that impact be? If you can make that impact, then I'll guarantee you that financial goal that you have is probably small in comparison to what you'd make making an impact that big. You may be selling yourself short. If you focus on the impact, the money will come tenfold, even greater than what you expect. That's what I believe. And that's what's happened for me in my journey so far. So think about how you can make an impact instead of only considering what your financial goal is. Number 10, This is the last prompt I've journaled about in preparation for 2022. And this one is not a question. It's more of food for thought. Write a vision statement that represents where your business is going moving forward. So your vision statement should address your hopes and dreams for your business, the problem you're solving for the greater good, who you serve. It could address what you're aspiring to change. This vision statement will be your guiding light for next year. Everything you do should point back to this mission. So as solopreneurs, I'm sure you guys can relate to going about what we do in business for months on end. And then we just get to a place where we feel like we're not making any progress. What am I even doing? You know, nothing I'm launching is panning out the way I initially expected it to. How am I even making a difference? Nobody's liking my posts. I'm feeling lost. I'm in the weeds. I'm struggling to stay afloat. Y'all know what it feels like to be lost in the sauce, you know? That's where I get sometimes halfway through my year in business. 
And to get me back on track, I, I always refer back to my mission statement. And that gives me affirmation that I'm doing enough. I'm on the right, the right track. I'm really overthinking this. Yes, I am making an impact because I know what I want to do and what I want the result to be in the end, you know? So my vision statement for my business is this. To empower solopreneurs to build businesses designed for longevity and growth while also maintaining a balanced and fulfilling life. That's why I'm in business. That's why, I wanna, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm here to help solopreneurs build successful businesses that they can last while also creating a life that we don't need a vacation from. That's what I'm doing. And everything I do goes back to that mission. I'm not going to overwhelm myself and accept opportunities if it doesn't align with this mission. Why am I spending my time on things that don't align with my mission for my business? I'm not going to burn myself out stressing about things that don't align with this mission. I'm only going to commit to things that align with this mission. I'm not saying yes if it doesn't align with this mission. I know that I can make an impact through that mission by staying focused and being consistent about bringing this mission to reality through my business goals. And so my vision statement that I write for my business every year is like my guiding light. It guides all the opportunities I accept or the ones I decline. It guides who I work with and who I don't. So I challenge you to write a mission statement that represents where you want your business to go next year and how you want to make an impact. All right, y'all, that is all for this episode. I hope you take some time to reflect on the state of your business as a whole in preparation for 2022. If you haven't yet, reflecting really does a lot of good and really gets me in a productive state of mind in preparation for the next year both in my personal life and also in my business. I should probably also do 10 questions to ask yourself about yourself in preparation for the new year, but we'll stick to talking about business here. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and got something from it. If you enjoy the Solopreneur Hustle podcast and you take something away from the episodes each week, please leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. Leaving us a review helps more solopreneurs find the solopreneur hustle. All right, I will talk to you guys next week. Continue to move onward, upward, and forward. Until next time. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay connected between episodes, subscribe to our email list using the link in the description for this episode. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Solopreneur Hustle. And don't forget to share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Until next time.